You are now tuned in to Vibin' in the D with Lili. So great to have your ears listening. If you'd like to reach me on social media, you can reach me at V-I-B-I-N-I-N-T-H-E-D on Instagram. And please like the Facebook page, Vibin' in the D with Lili. For advertising, questions, off-topic suggestions, and if you're a local artist that would like your original music featured on this podcast, please email me at vibinginthed at gmail.com. I cannot wait to see who is the next one to be. What's up, what's up, Detroit? I am here with the Heat Miser. Yeah, yeah. Marcus Divine. I'm excited. Me too, man, me too. That's what's up. So tell my listeners in a nutshell who you are and what you do. Well, I'm Marcus Divine, the Heat Miser. Um, that's my production name. Um, I produce, I'm a singer, songwriter, uh, musician, music director, to the stars. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, I'm basically everything in music, engineer, everything. I do it all. Wow, that's what's up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I first I first learned about you through Gwen. Okay, Gwen Nation. Yeah, shout out Gwen, to Gwen Nation. Nation. Shout out yeah, to she, Gwen she, Nation. She made the connection between us. Right, right. And um, your her her album. You you produced her first. Uh, the first album, yeah. First Happiness, album. Love, Freedom. Yeah. yeah, that was dope. Yeah, it's all me. I yeah. think I played that to death. Wow. Yeah, I did. I did. You have a favorite on that? Ooh, ooh, Raniac. Yeah, I like that. I, I, love, I didn't produce that joint. No, no, I love the one. I love the end with you know about about Madison and Aiden. Um, mm-hmm. He ain't got a chance. I mean, that was just that was hot. Thank you. That was hot. Thank you. Thank you. When that when that single came out and the video and all of that, I was like, okay, this is dope. This is gonna be a nice song yeah. to bump in the car. During the summer, yeah, it was it was, it was special. Me and Gwen, we had something special going on there, mm-hmm. like just the energy, you know, creative. We were definitely the pulse of what was going on, mm-hmm. and everybody was looking over here to see, okay, okay, that's what I need to do. And I watched people marketing change mm-hmm. through the process of us putting that out. Okay, know, so. yeah, y'all, you, you can tell us the chemistry there. And and that's a great thing with the artist and the producer, because mm-hmm. if if they don't gel together, the the the, the product is not gonna come out right. Right, right. You know, right. it's just gonna be kind of, you know. <laughs> and I've heard those you knows. Before. Oh yeah, we got a whole lot of you knows. <laughs> <laughs> but I know that um I know that you you work with a lot of different people. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't even realize how many people you work with. Like. Over the over the last couple of years, cause that her album came out in what twenty fifteen, yeah, and then you your your album came out twenty sixteen, yeah, and like just over the years, people are like oh Marcus Divine, so and so he's mm-hmm. uh he's on tour with so and I'm like what what everybody you know and then you know your album came out the the overture. Oh, uh, you mean the matinee? No, the, I know it's the, the matinee. Oh, you mean the, the overture? Yeah, the, the, the first track. Okay, yeah, yeah, The yeah, first yeah, track, yeah. so your mom, you know, she liked talking about you off the hook. Yeah, yeah. And you heard Music Man. I thought that was cool. But yeah. then, you know, the people that left messages for you, I'm like, damn, he know a lot of people. And that, wasn't everybody and that ain't record, everybody, though. you know. And I have messages, like, literally, from probably 20 more people really? that didn't make the record. Like, wow. You know what I mean? That was like, 
Okay, I don't want to overboard. Like, because <laughs> like, that was a lot that I put on there. But then if I had to put everybody in, like, okay, you showing off. Yeah, but you know? I mean, it was it was dope. I'm like, that is that's awesome, and and people really respect your your work and your skills, and that's what's up. Yeah, that's blessed. And and it's uh it shows, you know, it shows in the work that you do. I, I love your album. When Thank I you. was excited when your album came wow. out. Thank you. I'm like, okay, okay, and I got favorites on there. I got okay. some favorites. Which yep. one? Name one. Uh, BFF. Yeah, I like that's one of my favorite ones. Is it How You Feel? That's right. I love the one with you and Gwen. Oh, I love you. I love you, yep. Yeah. And I like um, Not Over You. That's one of my favorite, too. Yeah. yeah. That's funny. Um, the whole the Gwen record, the I Love You, I called her one day, and I was like, yo, man, would you do a song with me on my album? Mm-hmm. She was like, what? I, like, yeah. like, she was so going to be like, no. But, but, hey. <laughs> my, but my whole thing is, I wrote the song on the way to the studio. Did you? In the car, driving. Are you serious? After she said, yeah, and I wrote it as I was driving, got to the studio, laid it down, demoed it, she came in, sung her part, and that was it. Wow. See, now that's, that's talent. That's, like, true talent. Yeah. That's true talent. So what, um, if you had to choose one, what's what's the most near and dear to your heart on that album? Um, whoa, that's crazy. Um, on my album, and that's, come on, man, you just put me <laughs> in a bad position, man. Um, I Love You would definitely be one, because me and Gwen went through a transition right after that mm-hmm. came out. So, the brother sister thing that we have mm-hmm. was put in jeopardy a little bit, like you know what I okay. mean. So that was, so that song would always be special to me because that ties me to my sister, right? You know what I mean. So that would definitely, um, not over you, is really one of my because it's real, like you know what I mean. And, I'm, and it's very relatable. Yeah, very relatable. I that. just wanted to make the I wanted to make an album that where I could say things that dude just won't say. You won't find a dude that'll tell a girl I'm not over you. Right. They, like, they, they got a front. You like, know. be honest. <laughs> right. I shouldn't be telling you this. Yeah, right. But, you know, so. You never know what so might I, happen I would, if you tell them. I, I'm not over you. I'll let, I'll let that be the winner. Okay. I'm not over you. Well, that's the song that we're about to listen to. Walking around 
talking about sound quality and, and uh, quality music and, and whatnot. What what is your take on that? As far as like, because I know some people really want to get a song out. They're like really excited about it. I got this new song. Got this new right, song, right, right. and then they just you know they put it on the, <laughs> and they just put it out like they recorded it on. I don't know, a speaking spell or something. That's and right. Then, <laughs> She's a speaking spell. Um. <laughs> My whole motto is, it's better to, I'd rather be right than rushed. Okay. And a lot of times, artists have the rush thing because their whole thing is, I need people to see me, I need people to see me, I need people to see me. Yeah. But if they see you wrong, then you mess that's an image up. that's burned into, burned into their head. Yes, So I is. think you should always take the time um, to make sure that it's done right. That's the main thing. Right. Make sure the music is done right. Take that time, save up them extra coins to go and have it mixed properly. Mm-hmm. But I was talking to somebody the other day, and he was like, yo, I want to get this song mixed and mastered. I said, yo, you might want to get it recorded right first. Mm. Because if I master it, it's just the wrong master song. Right. Or it's a mixed wrong song. Like, the, you got to get it recorded right first. Okay. So that's the main thing. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, so it's steps to it then. Yeah, it's definitely yeah. steps. And everybody... We live in a world that you can go buy computer software for three hundred dollars. So because you could buy so cheap, everybody think they're ready to record. Hey, everybody think they're a producer. Yeah, and, <laughs> and it messes the game up when you yeah. should just be like, no, get your idea down, but take it to somebody that can make it come out and do it right. Right. So yeah, yeah. just take that time and make, invest in yourself. Yeah. As far as your album. Uh, the matinee mm-hmm. was that something that's been in the works for a long time prior to you releasing it, or was it something like you was like, you know what, I'm gonna just go and put me out of the album? Actually, the matinee took like three and a half, almost four years to come out. Really? And the reason being, I started working on my record. Mm-hmm. What well, Dave Hollister and Eric Dawkins they call me the same week, two separate times. These okay. are my dudes in the industry, heavy with my my big brothers. Okay. And he was like, man, what are you doing, man? You need to do a record. And uh-huh. I'm like, man, I don't want to do no record. Man, do a record. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to do a record. I started on my album, but right in the middle of working on my album, me and Grenation hooked up. Okay. I put my album on hold to, to work her. on her record, which took three years. Wow. Just with life, things yeah. going on, you know what I mean? Stuff happened. Stuff happened, life going on. It took like three years, so as soon as her album was done, I went right back in okay. to finish mine. Okay. So it took like about three and a half years, four years to, to do that. So. Well, it, was, it, was, it came out great. Yeah. It did. Because I had a chance to live. You know, I made her the priority. You know, the name of my company is called The Furnace. When, I, when um, I, I, we hooked up, she was priority. Mm-hmm. Let's get your record done. Let's mm-hmm. finish your record. And once it was done, then I was able to focus on me. So, what's your favorite genre to, to do? R and B. Yeah, I'm, I'm R and B till I die. <laughs> I don't care what I do, gospel, whatever. R and B. I love R and B. Yeah. There's something about it. You yeah. Know. I love it too. Yeah, I get emotional about R and B. I can hear R and B record and cry. Like, yeah, it'll be that serious for me. It, it's deep. It's deep. R and B is is. I think R and B encompasses a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, it it, encom- it can even encompass other genres within it. It do. Yeah. So. Yeah. I love R and B. Yeah. Forever. Ever. <laughs> ever. Ever. Right. <laughs> <laughs>
So, um, your daughter, mm-hmm. was that was that a long process or was that a surprise? Was that a or did you know she wanted to do an album? No, actually, I didn't take her serious. Like on the intro of the yeah, album, that's listening. for real. Like that's okay. not that. I just all I did was restage the initial conversation. We had. Like, uh-huh. She literally called me while I was on tour. Okay. I was like, Daddy, I want to sing. And I'm like, man, get the hell out of here. You don't want to sing. <laughs> Not taking her serious. And mm-hmm. she was like, I do. I said, well, I'm going to take you in the studio when I get home Thursday. And she was dead serious. Brought her in here. She started singing. I started crying because I couldn't uh-huh. believe, like, <laughs> whoa. You know, and it was a long process, her being my daughter, mm-hmm. um, going back and forth, you know, it was just a it was a learning process because mm-hmm. I tried to um, produce her as daddy, okay, and it made me check myself. Okay, I got to treat her like you know I would any other artist, right? You know, because me, you holler at me, I shut down. <laughs> I'm trying to holler at her and wonder why she's not giving me anything. Mm-hmm. Hell, she's me, right? You know what I mean? So <laughs> she's shutting down too, and I'm like, you can't handle her like that. Yeah. So I had to figure out how to handle her. And when I gave her her respect as my daughter mm-hmm. and let her know, like, you got to give me my respect. I do this. What you getting for free, the world pays for. Right. So you, you can't take it for granted. And, <laughs> and things started working, moving. And actually, her project is literally one of the best things I've ever worked on to me. Really? For so many reasons, yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a great project, too. Thank you. I, I done played. I'm on my way out so tough. And you see, I think you told me the last time we talked, that was the last song y'all did. The last song I recorded on the record. Wow. And what's funny, it wasn't even supposed to be on the record. I was just doing a uh, Facebook Live of me in the studio working. She heard the track. I'm like, I want that. And I told her no. Uh. <laughs> she like, I want that. I said, no. But then I'm like, oh, man. Okay, you can have it. And I wrote it right there in the studio. Creating is my favorite part. Mm-hmm. That's why I still do it. The money comes. Mm-hmm. It's nothing doper than me riding to the studio with an idea in my head and driving home listening to it. That's got to be dope. Like that, it's nothing beats that to me. Yeah. What's the least part? Losing people in this business. Mm-hmm. Um, what, do, what do you mean when you say losing people? Because it's something about the music business that shows you sides of people okay. that you really, you know, that don't feel good to you or don't look good to you. Okay. Or they may see a side of you that don't look good to them. Right. Like, um, so that would be my worst thing 
I always say I'm not going to lose anybody else because of the music business. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times, because you handle business, everybody can't handle you taking care of business. So right. either they interpret it wrong, they don't want to be bothered with you, or mm-hmm. they don't do something and you don't want to be bothered with them. Right. So those are the things I hate about the music business. Okay. Is there anybody that you have yet to work with that when you when you look at them you like goals? Mm. Brandy, definitely. I mean, that would be one. So she Brandy does a lot of dope stuff. Mm-hmm. I think the chemistry she had with Rodney early on mm-hmm. is missing, and I hope she has. I hope we hope we get it on this new Brandy record. Yeah. But I think if Brandy was in the studio with Marcia Devine, it'd be one of the dopest things ever done. We need to get that to Brandy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she so. she's dope and and you're dope, so that would be dopeness. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. Anybody else? Um, it's a lot of people who I would love to get in the studio. I guess the thing when you say goals, like do I be sitting at home like man, I want to get in the studio with them. Mm-hmm. Not really, mm-hmm. you know. Just being honest, okay. Because I've worked with everybody already you could think of, like yeah. you know what I mean, from Faith to One Twelve to everybody. Yeah. But you know, there. I mean, I anybody come like me. I'm starting to work on Chico DeBarge. I'm about to start working on really? Chico DeBarge. Yeah. Awesome. So I don't know if I don't know if everything falls under the goals category though. Mm-hmm. But. I'm down to work with everybody. That's what's up. Yeah. That's what's up. Well, I do have a question that I ask everybody that I talk to. Come on. What would you like to see change in our local artist community? Um, outlets. We don't have any outlets here. Like, we don't, um, even, even our open mics are all rap open mics. We don't really have a serious R&B outlet where such and such may walk in and see you and change your life. Right. Like, we don't have that music scene here. Yeah. Like, you go to New York, you go to sing at the Underground, Tommy Mottola may be sitting in there, Puffy into the corner. We don't have that traffic here. Right. That can change them out. And all the people that are stars, like the Eminems and all the people, they don't even... They don't come back here. You know what I mean? And I'm not saying nothing wrong with that, but I'm just saying that it doesn't create a a scene here. I wish we had an outlet where we're just not singing to each other every week. Right, right, right. You go to these open mics and all of these things. And it's just just us and our family. Us Us and our family. That's it. So we need a scene. Yeah. I would love that, too, where it was something, you know, a place where the artist could go to and, you know, show off their skills and it's popular to the point where people actually travel here and, and come. Yeah, and, definitely. You know, you never know who might be sitting in the back, like you said, right, to change I, that I used to do that. Life. I used to do that in New York. I wouldn't even have nothing to do in New York. I used to go to New York just to be there on a Sunday. Mm-hmm. They got this thing called the Village Underground. Mm-hmm. My man Ron Grant used to host it. He, he, he passed, he just passed away oh, a little wow. while ago. Uh, and you go there you see, I'm, I've been there and sitting at the table talking, and I turn around, and there's a microphone in my face. And me and Dave Hollister going at it. Wow. Singing. He's over there singing. I'm singing over here. <laughs> you don't never know who's in the building. Like, right. You know what I mean? Right. So it would, be def- it would definitely be dope to have a place that made people want to come here yeah. to see 
who's singing. That's right. You know what I mean? There right. should be somebody who like, yo, who's the dopest in the city? Right. You know what I mean? We don't have it. Radio don't help. Radio don't help. Man, you know radio what I mean? pisses me off because Pierre Anthony was trying to get my influence played on the radio. Mm. And he was telling people call the radio station. And I did. I called a few times. And they, you know, they, they I got through. And and they said, uh, they was like, uh, yeah, a couple other people kept calling about their song. Yeah, we got to find it. And I'm like, find what? It ain't you ain't got to look for nothing. This mm-hmm. is the this is twenty nineteen, dog. Yeah, go on your computer and you ain't gotta look for it's crap. Right there. He all over the you know, and I'm like, I don't understand. And I, it's like our our local radio stations. Why are they even called local radio stations? Well, they're not. They, you gotta understand that the business of it is yeah. they're all corporate radio stations. They're ran by big companies that don't even reside here. And they don't. People even over the black division are white guys. Right. No, not to be racist, but what do you know about urban black music? Well, that's just like BET. That's not... Yeah. That ain't black on this one. No. <laughs> it's just... I don't know. I just wish it was it was another something, you know? Right. And that this, I think it takes dialogue like this so we can come together and create that thing right. that we may need. Right. You know what I mean? We don't even have a venue to hold nothing of quality. You know what I'm trying to say? If you do, now everybody goes to the music hall, the little place down in the basement at the music hall. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's cool. Yeah. But we need a spot that I can afford, everybody can afford. Yo, I want to do a showcase. Do it over here. So that's what I'm I'm working on. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? To create a place where we can go, sound built in, everything. No, just bring your talent and we can do it, you know. Hey, this is Irene with CBiz Media inviting you to watch us on Comcast 20 in Detroit on Saturdays from 10 to noon. Submit your own videos and be a part of the show as well. Check us out on YouTube at CBiz Media. And if you like more details on being a part of the show, just send me a text at 313-681-1521. That's 313-681-1521 or email me at CBizTV at Yahoo.com. Join the show. That's quality that you can tell people, yo, I want to fly you in. We're doing a showcase this week. I want to fly you in, put you up, and just see. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and, and hold people accountable. Obviously, because I've been to showcases, people are so drunk by the end of the showcase, they don't really care who's up there singing. <laughs> you got to bring some people in who care, who want right, to make a difference pay in the attention. business. Right, who's going to attention, yeah. You know what I mean? Don't serve a don't, don't serve a person. <laughs> 50 <laughs> drinks. And think they're gonna actually right. pay attention to what's going on. Yeah, you know. So that's very true. That's very true. So what's next for the heat miser? I don't know. <laughs> and and that's the honest as I could be. Well, that's what's up. Though. I do know and I don't know. Right. Yeah, because I'm doing so many things. Really? Yeah. Um, I have an app coming out. I'm not gonna say what it is right now. I'll let everybody know later. Mm-hmm. But I have an app coming out that's gonna revolutionize. The game, you really? Know. Oh yeah, it's going to be crazy. Um, is this an app for just artists, or it's just not anybody? Nothing to do with artists. Oh, just period. Yeah, see, I'm venturing off into other things. Okay, okay. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I got an app coming out, and then music-wise, I'm a, 
October is my birthday. I normally do a big party. October what? First. Okay. I normally do a big party. So I'm going to do a big party. It may be the Heat Miser, the Market Divine's last hoorah as an artist. Okay. I'm kind of ready to venture off and do some other stuff. Okay. So, but I'm thinking about doing that and probably doing an EP mm-hmm. right before. I got an idea for an EP that I want to put out. Okay. Right before October. Okay. Yeah. That's what's up. That's what's up. Well, I'm I'm glad to 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 learn about different artists like um, people like you. I learned about different artists from, and then just like from other artists, I learned about you. Right, you right, know? right, right, right. And it's just like it's like I said, it's a plethora of folks that you know that I have yet to talk to. Mm-hmm. And uh, but I'm I'm very honored to be able to sit down and talk to you because I'm a fan. Thank you. I'm honored you asked. You know, I'm honored you asked, and I'm glad I could be, you know, in town to make this happen. I know, cause I was like, you you be gone. <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> I'm out of here Thursday. Are going, you? Yeah. That's what's up. Going to the Rico Loves We Love Music Conference. Uh, I go every year, so that's, my, that's oh, like yeah, my bro. Somebody, I just go to support my brother. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. So. Somebody did tell me about that. They was like, you better catch him before he go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what's up. Well, I look forward to it. whatever you whatever you come out with the app. The I appreciate whatever, your support a shoe, too. For everything you know, you, you know <laughs> all the stuff that you know I've done. I appreciate all the support you've given me so yeah, far. I appreciate you. Well, thank you for sitting down with me. You're welcome. And- I, I literally listen to y'all all the time. Wow. I, I do. Like, somebody at any given moment, if I'm playing music at home, Alexa is hooking me up with, I got a playlist called Vibing in the D with Lily, and I got, I just be, keep putting y'all music in there. Wow. Yeah, so. All right. Yeah. So I can't wait to hear this. All right. Well, thank you very much. Thank you. your best by marcus divine you want to hear the rest of that song you need to check out the matinee so before i get out of here i just want to talk about this situation 
Carmen Songbird Diaz won $2,000 in a contest to sing the national anthem during the Detroit Tigers Negro Leagues weekend. But the Tigers turned around and reneged, saying they wanted a, air quote, traditional voice. Uh... Sam Riddle went in on them on 910 Superstation today. Today is the 5th of September. So when you're hearing this, it's the 6th or after. He went in. Okay, he 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 point he put them on front street. Do you hear me? He had Carmen on the show. They talked, people called in, people expressed their disgust. I mean, it was just absolutely ridiculous. I just want to give him a hug because as of right now, she will be singing the national anthem at the Negro Leagues weekend. Thank you, Detroit Tigers, for fixing this because that is some bullshit, okay? That was absolutely ridiculous. You had this woman comp compete with, with hundreds of people. She won, and then you turn around and say her voice isn't traditional enough? That is bullshit. And then it's the, the Negro Leagues weekend? Are you serious? Anyway, she's going to be singing the national anthem. Um, I'm excited about it. I'm glad that's what she deserves. So September the 25th, if you are able to be at the national, the Tigers game, you will you will be able to see and, and experience Carmen sing the national anthem, which she deserves. She absolutely deserves that. I just, I, it just really, really bugged me. Really, really. So, uh, Carmen is an awesome, awesome singer. I'm going to play one of her songs when I get done talking. Support her. She's a, a an awesome Detroit artist doing her thing. And, I mean, really. I just, <laughs> I, I, I'm just, I, oh my goodness. I don't even know what to say. It tripped me all the way out. But I'm glad it was fixed. I'm glad they got it together. And I'm glad that on Wednesday, September the 25th, Around 6.40 p.m., this young lady will be singing the national anthem at the Tigers game. That's what's up. We
Today is which you should be hearing this, hopefully. You're tuning in right when it was posted. Friday, September 6th, between 6 p.m. and 12 a.m., Brianna Nicole and the Rare Breed Band will be performing, okay, at the first Fridays with the new After Work Affair, all right? This is at the Grand Venue. It is 9955 Grand River Avenue. Be there or be square. I'm going to be there. Uh, Brianna Nicole is dope. A uh, couple of other things that are going on this weekend. Uh, ja Fears is going to be at uh, Sound Off Sundays. Um, she's featured. I can't wait to see that. I will be there. So you can be out vibing in the D with Lily. Catch me out vibing, you know. So it's going to be at Spread Art. Uh, this is a Sound Off Sunday open mic series. Address is 5141 Rosa Parks Boulevard. That's Detroit, Michigan, 48208. Sunday, 8 p.m. to 11 p.m. Be there or be square. She's going to rock the house. Uh, there is a... I'm not even going to be able to be there, but Elise King has a, a vibe show at the Aretha's Jazz Cafe. It's an open mic series as well. Some more awesome news. Remington Lloyd re released his EP today. Okay, it's called Vibes. You know I love anything that says vibe in it. That's my shit, you know. Um, if you want some great feel-good music that takes you back kind of to the 90s, this young man did the damn thing. I'm going to play one of his songs as well. Uh, but you're going to have to go over to the other episode that was posted this same time. Okay. Got company. <laughs> you're going to have to go over to the playlist, which is called Freebie Friday. Let the music play number two. When I tell you it's a dope-ass playlist... You talking about local artists doing the damn thing. I grab people from SoundCloud, Apple, you know, uh, all over um, Amazon Music. 
I, I was grabbing people, okay? And it may be people you've never heard before because some of them I had never heard before. But, you know, I love my local artists. This is what this podcast is about. So I give them their props. So check out that playlist. If you're listening to this episode here, you listen to me talking to Marcus Divine, which was absolutely dope. I love this dude. He has a line of sunglasses out. Y'all need to get on that as well. Hit him up, the Heat Miser, on uh, Instagram, Marcus Divine on Facebook. You know, I got to find out, are they lady frames too? Because, you know, I want a pair, you know, just to support and to look cool. Because, you know, if you know Marcus Divine, he always got these cool-ass sunglasses on, looking all smooth and everything. But, yeah, I, I enjoyed talking to him. He was absolutely delightful, very informative. And I love his positive spirit and how he wants you all out there as artists to succeed. It's not just all about him. So thank you for tuning in to the podcast today. And um, stay tuned. We got more and more coming. Look out, look out. Every Friday, it's going to be something good for you. Also, check it out on uh, starting this month on Tuesdays. I will have some off-topic conversations. You know, a little stuff about people don't want to really talk about sometimes. But um, we'll be doing that. Talking about different things like mental illness, suicide, STDs, credit, all that stuff. You know, stuff that we're not talking about, that we need to be talking about. But again, thank you so much for tuning in to Vibing in the D with Lily. You know how I go. Catch me out vibing. Vibing, vibing, vibing.